Hi, I'm Timothy Zahn, author of Thrawn, and you're listening to the Escape Podcast. This episode was recorded in front of a live studio audience. One is a Grand Arena specialist from the UK. The other is a territory battle tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The Escape Pod Cast, a service of the Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Conquest 10 is coming to a close, thankfully. And in that same vein, so is this round of 3v3 GAC. You were busy this Wednesday, Paul. A uh, new puzzle dropped, didn't it? Yes, and sadly, I was in the middle of a day where I was booked solid, but I did get to help a little bit, and it was exciting. With its solution, Dash Rendar and Star Killer were both announced as coming to the game. This weekend marks the second ever Escape Pod Castaways Creator Cup. The Bounty Honeys square off against the Castaways this time around. Neil and I will talk to the wonderful squad coming up in our second segment. Then, as promised, when a puzzle drops, SB Crumb from Capital Games stops by. We will discuss what went into the making of the recent puzzle. And then dive a little bit into what exactly we are going to be seeing in this legacy event. I cannot wait, Neil. This show is already packed. If you missed it last week, there is a new Heli and the Noobs to catch up on. With Patreon's choice on the bridge, unless those interviews run really long. All this and breaking news as and if it happens. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. Escape Pod Cast News. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm your host, Nerv, and as always, I'm joined by my hetero life partner, Paul Anthony. Paul, how are you today? I'm doing very, very well. Before we begin, Dickie Darkside, Dr. Feelgood, and Awakened, thank you very, very much for the support on the channel. Dr. Feelgood has been subscribed for 20 months, Dickie Darkside for 17, and Awakened cheered 100 bits. Neil, it has been an exhausting week. A very, yeah. very exhausting week. Um, but we made it to Friday. It's time for the show. We've got a huge show lined up for today and i'm glad everybody is here and i'm glad to share today with you neil what about yourself yeah yes yeah, good good week i finally finally got an opponent fifth fifth times a charm on the all on the two, div two all finally got someone who's actually set a defense and i might actually get to fight so uh, there we go yay for that yay for that gac's going well the news that got dropped this week has been brilliant. I've been, uh, God, I mean, I, uh, I was ch chatting up with uh, uh, Mr. Jigabachi on uh, on his stream for a good two two hours earlier on today, and we were just chewing the fat about the game. That was fun. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a good it's been a good week. Well, it's uh, I, I've been working with on two bouts of four hours of sleep. I finally got a full night's rest last night. I'm ready to go. And part of that 
was because we had a puzzle drop, Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Crum, uh, by the way, Force Strong, thank you for the 50 bits. And Dr. Feelgood, thank you for the shiny nickel. Um, uh, let's see, what exact time was it? Because I want to I put some timestamps to this. It was, I think, at 1 o'clock Central Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, that... Crumb decided to post some interesting um, scheduled update notes. Yeah. (laughs) If you looked at it on a regular computer, you barely saw the way that he hinted at it. See if if you reckon how many of the cultural references that you get out of this. Uh, the one computer broke, so I checked out one from Antonin or August. Writing post doesn't feel right for some reason. Had to hunt and peck. Fixed an issue where characters without feet could kick. Reduced M count for some units. Midichlorian count. Added mouse back. <laughs> uh, fixed an issue where weebles were not making wobbles. Busted all ghosts in the neighborhood. You know what the second one was, don't you? Midichlorian count. No, no, added mouse back. No. It's the Matrix. Oh, Matrix. Okay. (laughs) Pretty sure this is just a feature now. Found the end of a Mobius strip. Known issue. Frozen in time. No way to re-enter time continuum. Divided by zero. The issue has somehow entered a quantum state. It is simultaneously fixed in review, ready for release, resolved in the last update, being investigated, backlog, fix in progress, and doesn't exist. Small joke to the dev tracker. Mm -hmm. Fixed all lefts that were actually three rights. You're going to like this one, Neil. Cleaned up chopper's mess. (laughs) XY coordinates updated for the gamma quadrant. Removed jagged edges from older sword models. Volume under the curve expanded. And finally, fission mailed. <laughs> lots of lots of great uh lots of great pop culture there references. Was some there was some yeah, there was a lot of pop culture references in there, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, all of this and we're, we're going to get into this a little bit more when SP Crumb joins us later on tonight. Um, in there were bolded letters that if you saw it on mobile, you it was pretty good. It was pretty easy to understand which letters you had to pull from the thing to create a bit uh, a cipher that you would then run through decryption and get a bitly link and then that just started a whole thing where people ended up actually physically going outside i know that's new for a lot of people yeah yeah that was that was definitely a new one when we hit that but geolocation that spot in the middle of nowhere in texas i'm like does someone physically have to go there it's like what (laughs) and we're gonna get to that because I, I'm, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. But the end result and the thing that everybody's talking about is that we are getting Dash Rendar and we're also getting Starkiller. 
Dash Rendar, for those who don't know, are, is from Shadows of the Empire and the Shadows of the Empire games on Nintendo 64. And Starkiller is from the Forced Unleashed, Force Unleashed okay. games. Otherwise known as Galen Merrick. Otherwise known as Galen Merrick, who is apparently in the new... Um, he's, he's, Obi-Wan, he's, uh, apparently. His, his character, uh, his character as portrayed by Sam Witwer is in the um, plot synopsis for episode one of o- the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yes. According to I, uh, and this is according to IMDb. This is according, this is according to IMDb. Yes. None of this is official. IMDb is usually trustworthy, but none of this is official. Until it's released by Disney, but it certainly is tantalizing. Mm, oh yeah, definitely, very, very much so, very, very much so. Yeah. So one of the things I'm thinking that they're going to be using characters from video games, but you're taking this a little bit farther, aren't you, Neil? Yes, yes. I I think it's uh, I think it's specifically characters from the extended universe. That's what I think it is. So there'll be four. Ca- we, we know one is Star Killer, and we know that one is Dash Rendar. Um, that's two eras. So that's Forced, Un- Forced Unleash era. So roughly after um, uh, uh, roughly after the um, it's it's between A New Hope and Order sixty six. Let's put, put it that way. That it's, it's, so it's that era. Then you've got Shadows of the Empire, which is kind of set between uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So you've got two eras in the extended universe there. And I think that the other three characters that get released, um, uh, I'm hoping that each one covers a different era from the extended universe. I cannot wait until we see Vector Prime Chewie. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get another Chewie or a Wookiee for that matter. I can't see them bringing Lobaka into the game um, simply because he, 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 you know, he's got one of the worst voted names in, you know, Star Wars fandom. Nothing wrong with the character, but the, the, the name's just Lobaka. It's like just, yeah, it's a crap name. It's an awful name for a Wookiee. <laughs> well, I mean, if we did get Vector Prime Chewie, you know, all they'd have to do is just, you know, Put a line on the on the screen. Yeah, because he'd be very very flat. He'd be very very flat. Too he'd soon. Very very. Flat. Was that too no, soon? No, no, it's not. It's not too soon. Oh, no. it's not too soon. No, okay, no. it's not too soon. Um, and another way that I'm thinking that they can go, I'm I'm thinking that they go into the old republic. I'm thinking they go into Jedi Fallen Order, and I'm thinking that you know. Th- these are all video games that I'm speaking of, right? So the last one is that they'll go into Star Wars uh, or the Sims expansion pack, Star Wars Journey to Batu, and give us freaking Hondo Onaka. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's just not. It's just not going to happen. Um, I, I'm I'm anxious to see what type of. Uh, uh, interactions they're going to have because obviously they, they they've talked about um, we we do have some specifics about Dash in that he's going to work 
really, really well with prepared scoundrels. So it's like, you know, the prepared scoundrels kind of fallen by the wayside. They're not really used a lot. So they introduce a character that instantly makes prepared scoundrels useful again. Now, we don't know specifically what Galen Marek um, uh, is going to do. We don't know spe the specifics of Starkiller, but because we, we, you know, we don't know if he's going to come in with the blue lightsabers. We don't know if he's going to come in with the red lightsabers. We don't know if, uh, you know, if, if we're going to get the Starkiller um, before, um, you know, before Vader betrays him or after Vader betrays him or before he forgives Vader and then after Vader betrays him again. <laughs> And when he's kind of playing around with potentially helping the Rebel Alliance or whether he's just going to stick with his mission and do the... Um, so we don't know because you got the, the, the Starkiller era goes over a fair few years. It goes over quite a large period of time. So it'd be, I'd be interested to see what period in that era we're going to get from that character. And then that will kind of tell us a lot about how... Um, what other characters in the game they're going to be able to um, interact with. You know, is he going to be uh, interactable with Sith? Because uh, uh, if if he is, then, th you know, there'd be a boatload of Sith that he could, you know, really, really boost. He's going to be an unaligned force user. We we already know. He, we, I, we don't know confirmed, but it makes sense that Given the whole story of Starkiller, even if he's dark side, he's going to be an Ufu. Yeah, he's going to be. Yes, that. But I'm I'm just wondering whether uh, whether he's also going to get a Sith tag, whether he's going to get an Empire tag. Um, because Empire, I, Empire because of the patch on his character's cause, model. Cause I think. Because I think that's kind of important because if he gets an empire tag and maybe some leadership abilities, you, you could take like your trashy empire characters that, that don't really have somewhere to go and throw them on that. If he gets a Sith tag, you could take like the your, your Sith characters that you, you're not really using. And, you know, maybe he could beef them up <laughs> just like Dash Rendar is going to beef up. Uh, you know, prepared scoundrels. So it, it all depends on the tag and whether he gets a leadership. So we just don't know yet. Maybe, maybe we can, maybe I can prod and poke crumb for some um, hints, you know? <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see if there's anything that you can bring, bring to light uh, when we talk to him in the, in our incoming transmission. Geek girl, thank you for the 500 bits and the subscription. We appreciate you so very much. So, Dash Rendar, were mm -hmm. were you excited to hear that name, or were you more excited to hear Star Killer? For me, it was Star Killer. Dash Rendar, well, yeah, it was okay. Yay! It's it's you know. Weird, weird thing is, I spent more time playing Shadows uh, Shadows of the Empire on the N sixty four when I was in the army than I did playing um, the Force Unleashed. Um, and the, but the the Force Unleashed was a more immersive game. N sixty four, you're sat there, you're looking at the TV, and you're playing it on a controller. The Force Unleashed, I had it on the Wii, so I'm there with the remotes, and I'm, <laughs> um, uh, you know. Um, but the problem with that was, you know, I had a, you know, I had a small child, so playing it was difficult. So, uh, you know, whereas when I was a single guy in the army, I would sit in front of the TV for hours 
playing Shadows of the Empire on the N64. I didn't do that with Starkiller um, and The Force Unleashed, despite the fact that the game was more immersive. Um, and obviously the graphics are a hell of a lot better. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, 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 the name, um, uh, the, the character in The Force Unleashed is the lead character. And, and he gets a lot of time. So, um, yeah. Dash Render um, just felt like a Nintendo 64 version of Tomb Raider to me. Yeah, but it was it was such a difficult game. Oh, I mean. So hard. Back in the Nintendo 64, the uh, Super Nintendo and Nintendo areas, games were meant to be hard because mostly they were ports from arcade games where arcade games are meant to suck up your quarters. So, mm, yeah. But yeah, but Boba, Boba Fett was just, he, he was impossible. I, I, I couldn't beat Boba Fett um, in Shadows of the Empire. It was just impossible. You're, you're in a great big arena and he just randomly appeared. I mean, it didn't matter what direction you were facing. You'd get a bead on him, start firing and, and he'd disappear and he'd appear somewhere else. And, you know, oh, where is he? Oh, he's behind me. I'm dead. Great. So, but great game, great game, great comics, great graphic novel. Um, I highly recommend the um, Shadows of the Empire uh, comic book. Now, what can um, what what other than Dash Rendar was the point behind Shadows of the Empire? What was the big What was the big story? It, it was just it was the um, it was just a story about. Um, the underworld, you know, um, the underworld of the um, uh, the underworld, um, working with the empire, and you know, the rebellion, kind of like basically trying to avoid. Uh, just you know, the, the loose synopsis. I don't want to go into plot details because a bunch of people, some of who are in chat, <laughs> um, um, I'm going to be sending the uh, comic book to with the story, in, so I don't gotcha. want to spoil it before they've read the comic. Um, so, uh, yeah, the last thing I want to do is explain what happens um, and then send the comic book to them. Just read the comics. Trust me. If, if, and if, I, if, if you're someone in chat who hasn't hit me up for it, just send me a DM. Yes, I want a copy, <laughs> you know, because uh, it was one of the it was one of my uh, it was one of my comic book series. I that think I, it, uh, I scanned and copied before I left the UK. So if anybody wants to see it, um, yeah, just hit me up. I do believe that um, for those who who wish to go the legitimate way that it is on comiXology uh, oh, right, on okay. prime. So if, if you're, if you're itching for it and you want to contribute to the authors of that, definitely go. Um, I believe it is on comiXology. Go take a look at it. Enjoy. Um, make sure you sign up from, for audible. So going nerdy gets a little bit of a thank you as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, because scanning comic scanning comic books is just not easy. Uh, it's not easy, um, and it's also mm, I was dubious about doing it back when I did do it back in 2016 because obviously a really really bright light all of a sudden on the page. Some of the pages were reflexive. Uh, you know they, they've got that shiny. You know some, yeah. some some comic books don't have that shiny finish, and others do. So trying to copy the ones with the shiny finish, absolute nightmare, absolute <laughs> nightmare. 
Um, those ones were um, me setting up. Uh, th- those were photos taken with my um, iPhone 4S. I literally had to take photos of the one because I put it in the photocopier. And all I would get out the other side is a is flash, a great big white bit in the middle. And just I could just make out the edges of the comic <laughs> around the outside. So absolute nightmare. But I didn't know if I was going to be able to. The primary reason why I made copies, because I didn't copy every single one of my comics. Some of them I just copied the front cover, was so that at a later date I could reconstitute my comic collection, knowing for, ah, right, okay, I've got that. I've got that one. Yeah, brilliant. I bought that one because that's uh, a lot of what I do. A lot of the stuff, a lot of the comics that I've got are comics that I already bought and owned before, but I, I just like having the feel of them in my hands, you know? Yeah. Not having much luck with the aliens and the predators ones, but they they are not easy ones to find. They no, they they aren't. Uh, they're not easy to find okay. in the ancient. O- off swaga uh, topic for just a moment. Tangent alert. Speaking Tangent of alert. aliens and predator, did you see the prey um, trailer? There's a prequel to Predator coming out called Prey. Um, I, I have no faith in the current holder of the predator ip that they're gonna take it in a good direction because the last predator movie was just awful so all right yeah all right back back on track so we have a date um we have a date for star killer and that date i believe is is december 15th Mm -hmm. so it will be released on a wednesday one, two, three, four, five weeks from now. And I think that's going to be their last thing they do before Christmas. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I sincerely hope that, you know, however the event is, um, just runs throughout Christmas. Because obviously by be then nice. we'll, know, we'll know what the other four characters are. Um, you know, we'll know what the other four characters three. are in order to three are shown. Well, sorry, we'll we'll know the other three characters, um, which means it'll be four characters for whatever the event is that gets you Star Killer. And I just hope that they let the event run into the new year. It it would be nice, but another thing we're getting November seventeenth, we're getting half price hot dog buns. I mean hyperdrive bundles. Hyperdrive bundle at half price, yes, just in time for Christmas. And if you bought the hyperdrive bundle the previous two days before they made the announcement, you're getting half of it back. You're getting fifty dollars in crystals back, which is nice. It's a hey, that's nice because it's not something that you would expect. So yeah, a nice big chunk of crystals just in time for Christmas and all of the events that they're going to run. Yeah, very uh, very very useful because Christmas is always busy. Like stupid busy, so um, yeah, I'll be interested to see. Yeah. Uh, be double events throughout all of December, more than likely. Which is why I'm really hoping that this one does when they when they start on the fifteenth. I really, really do hope that they they run it on because you know people who are free to play um, might be able to you know generate some crystals and then try their luck on Swevens because I know I will be. <laughs> so, um, Force Strong says, "When do we get the new Asage? Likely never. <laughs> that was a uh, that was the Conquest Two mini boss skin that we saw, even though it's really cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's lots of really cool characters that they throw in the game that we don't get. Well, maybe we will in the future. And maybe it won't be a new character, but maybe it'll be a new way to use characters. That'd be fun. Being able, you know, taking the character and allowing you to switch up, maybe a new character in a way, but they're known for multiple roles. Being able to say, okay, I already have a Saj. Let's change her to Scoundrel. You know, th- this is just, you know, theory crafting and, and speculation. But say that I, I want a Scoundrel version of Asaj. I don't have to refarm her, but I can then switch to that version. That'd be fun. That'd be really, really it's fun. Too, you, you've got, when you've got multiple versions of characters already in the game, that's not something I see happening. It's just not something I see happening. It's the, the you know, like reskinning. I'm spitballing re- here, Neil. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm filling time. Yeah. But speaking of filling time, really quick, our quick impressions. Conquest 10's coming to an end. Where are you at? How are you feeling? Still dead to me. Still dead to you. To me, I've, I've gotten to Sector 5. We'll see how far I get. Maybe I'll go back and get some feats, but I'm at least getting... Uh, I'll at least have Commander Tano by the end of this conquest season. Um, and then finally, the um, 3v3 GAC. Are, are you still all excited about it? Because I'm glad that this is the last week. I'm still kicking ass. I'm undefeated. I'm on a run. I'm on a streak. I do have a an opponent that thought that they were being clever by putting... Um, their Darth Revan on defense. Clearly, they didn't check the speed on my Darth Revan because they're like, Haha, here's my 341 speed Darth Revan on defense. Get past that. It's like, hold my beer. Here's my 346 speed Darth Revan, which is going to wipe the floor with yours. Because <laughs> every now and then I get it. Every now and then I get it. People keep telling me, oh, you should really, really put your Darth Revan on defense with it being that fast. And my response to that is, yeah, but at least once or twice every single month, some cheeky bugger with a 330 to 340 speed Darth Revan thinks that they've got a fast Darth Revan that they can put on defense. And then mine goes before theirs and it just molly whops them. So it's like, that's what I think about your Darth Revan. <laughs> All right. Much harder. All right. Coming up after this break, we are going to be talking to the Bounty Honeys. And we're going to be talking about Creator Cup 2, which is this weekend, this Sunday, raising money for Toys for Tots. And we hope that you'll join us for that coming up after these messages right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. 
And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Podawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena tracking box, after show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind the scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P A T R E O N dot com slash the escape pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to the Escape Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Patreon leaderboard brought to you by the Patreons of the Escape Podcast. You know me, I'm Paul Anthony, and I bring to you this version of GA Center, which is seen Tuesdays during the season and Wednesday at the end of the season, every single GAC week, right here on the Escape Podcast Twitch channel, starring Nev and Ranger of Reality Skewed Gamers. All right, let's take a look at the boards. Dark Helmet goes 2 and 1, 87 46, 45 wins, 9 losses, 8 holds. Not enough to get 3 and 0, but darn good. Nice job, Dark Helmet. Dr. Jojo goes 3 and 0. He reports, first two rounds were boring. Round 3, he faced his highest lifetime banner opponent ever, 1.1 million, over 100,000 more than him. Equal GLs both have a 7-star executor. He came in ranked in the top 100. He tries to be an efficiency player, so we gave him an FU defense. He one-shot his ground troops using Slacker to beat his Vader and Maul and leaves fleets waiting for him to attack. He one-shots the bottom, including his Lord Vader. Then he five-shots his Maul. So, bam! Three shots to the Ray and fails on a battle on the Executor. So he clears his fleets, and it doesn't matter if he ever attacks again, as his JMK cat in, on the back wall would mean that he already lost. 3-0, and Dr. Jojo. 93-85 for his banners, 48 wins, 2 losses, 17 holds over the week. Horstrong goes 1-2 and two with 5,119 banners, 17 wins without a loss. He got 2 holds, but he must have gotten outplayed. Hot Sauce. Hot Utils' his own Hot Sauce. 2-1, 9,153 banners, 47 wins, 8 losses, 3 holds for the Bot Master. Now, I go 2-1, even though I only got 4,639 banners. I've been busy doing puzzles and all sorts of other stuff. I apologize. I'm going to try to do better during 5v5. 7 wins, 4 losses, 2 holds for me. That means that Dr. Jojo, he's 9-0. Oh. 
Hot Sauce and Dark Helmet are seven and two. Unless Dr. Jojo really messes things up, he has claimed this month's crown. Four Strong at five and four, and me at four and five. Let's see if I can eclipse uh, Four Strong coming up here. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, so if you'd like to be in the GAC Patreon leaderboard for next month, we would love to have you. Patreon.com slash the escape pod at the Kyber combatant level or higher will get you into the board. Just message us. We'd love to have you. And that will do it for me this week. We'll see you next time. Be nice to each other, damn it. We want you join the GAC chain gang today. This is the commander of the 506 Procrastination Battalion and the leader of the GAC Chain Gang. I am sending out a call to action for any Swago content creators on Twitch who would be willing to broadcast their GAC attack rounds alongside some of our best, including Mr. Jigabachi, Dr. Zeppers, Rico1982, and the Bounty Honeys. What is the Chain Gang, you ask? We are an amazing group of content creators who are dedicated on streaming the Grand Arena Championship attack rounds on Twitch. The idea is to provide continuous content back-to-back -back from one streamer to the next and allow the viewers to enjoy more Swago content as well as enjoy the variety of streamers that are currently present in the group. If you are interested in joining the Chain Gang, please reach out to myself on Discord at AndyBeads, hashtag 7465, or you can send us a message on our Twitter page at ChainGAC. Join us today. We have your back. The Escape Pod cast. Oh, we're having a little too much fun behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Escape Podcast. I have to adjust Neil uh, Neil's screen here a little bit. I did this on the fly. This is the first time that we've uh, decided to do this sort of thing and have a two two screen thing. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, our next guest on the show is a great group of content creators both both big like the world famous kate gaming and small like the critty k it's okay you can you can uh I i'm gonna get hit by her later don't worry guys but ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show welcome to the escape podcast as we have our pre-creator -cu cup interview, the Bounty Honeys. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Good. Tired. <laughs> yeah, as I can second that. I'm a little displeased with my husband, but you know, other than that. <laughs> well, you're going to be a lot more displeased once we finish pounding you into the ground at the end of this. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. Sure. So get used to disappointment. I the smack talk has begun. Yeah, there, there's a pillow. There, there's a pillow that has my face imprint on it when she, when I beat her in Mario Kart last time. So, well, jokes on you, Paul. You're not leaving Christy for me. Christy's leaving you for me. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> that sounds like a great plan. I mean, hey, she can come live with me. I have Disneyland. That's true. <laughs> so let's go around the horn here. Introduce each of the bounty honeys if you've never heard of the group. Kate, let's start with you since you're in the top left. Um, what's what's your primary channel and uh, what do you like to do on that? Okay. So yeah, primary channel is Kate Gaming with an underscore. 
mainly Swago. Occasionally, you'll see me hate hunt and, and getting scared the crap out of. So, yeah. All right, Geek Girl. <laughs> uh, what up, guys? Uh, nowadays, it's mostly either on the Bounty Honeys Twitch channel or on my personal YouTube, Geek Girl 1980. Uh, Stop covering Swaga, so it's mostly just whatever geeky game I want to do at the moment in Comics Corner when I get my internet fixed. <laughs> there you go. Since we're going around the horn clockwise here, Llama, how are you, sir? What what uh, what do you like to do? Um, my hobbies include long walks on the beach, playing, chopping heavy trees metal. in New World, chop, chopping trees in New World, being terrified of heavy metal. <laughs> And taking the most hysterical clips, like I just put in uh, chat, of Kate Gaming playing Phasmophobia. Uh, and making the world know that she is always sus. All right. And that would be on what channel primarily? Uh, uh, the Llama underscore 24. All right. And Critty K, Mrs. Anthony. Fine. I am both Critty K and Mrs. Anthony. Um, when I am streaming right now until we get Comics Corner back from our hiatus, it's mostly um, Dungeons and Dragons on RSG or playing Lego with this weird guy that I know um, on Vault 37 Studios. Don't know if you've heard of it, but we've been playing all the Lego games. So that's taking up a lot of my free time. And when I'm not doing that, I'm designing amazing shirts. <laughs> So out oh, and 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 Llama's wearing one of your uh, one of your shirts right now. So I wear one of them almost pretty much every day. It's been a good week for me. I had a second place winner and then three Thanksgiving y shirts. Plus, I've got one that's currently in the fog. So go vote for my stuff. Which one's currently in the fog? Uh, this holiday is fine. It's the this is fine meme where the dog is sitting there and the room is on fire around him but it's done in ugly sweater style. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> go vote. So go, go check out, uh, uh, go check out the discord on either the bounty honeys or the escape podcast discord for links to Curdy case shirts yeah. on that I one. Links to, to all of my contests, um, which is a weekly thing. So, so we decided, um, what, when was it guys? We, we decided, about three months ago that we were going to do the sequel to Creator Cup. The first Creator Cup, for those that missed it, we raised over $3,000 for World Child Cancer um, thanks to you guys in a 24-hour stream with Vasari Games. And uh, unfortunately, he was unable to join us this time around, so I had to find a new opponent. And... The rest of the bounty honeys all volunteered Mrs. Anthony Critty K to <laughs> be the uh, be the captain. So it is husband versus wife this weekend. Um, You're so gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, buddy. Then we've been married for 13 years. Our marriage may not survive this weekend. Yeah, it, it'll absolutely be uh, be a fun time, but. Uh, uh, Kate, you were the one who actually kind of kind of mentioned that we should target Toys for Tots for this one. And what was the reason behind that? It's just one of those things like every year around Christmas time, I personally either um, 
support a child and like buy them gifts or I do toys for tots or both even. And especially since my husband, he's a Marine and this is dealing with the Marine Corps. So that actually like really means a lot to me personally, but I just think it's a great organization. We've been trying to do something around Christmas holiday for the past, well, last year too. And we just were too late at the time. So I'm really excited for it this year. And Lama, you had, uh, you had actually immediately seconded it. Um, what, what, yeah. what's, what's the backstory with yours? Uh, no real backstory. Um, Kate actually pays me a monthly stipend to agree to anything that she says. So, so you're playing Phasma later? Yeah, I am playing Phasma later. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yes, no, uh, no real connection. Um, I just think it's a great, um, you know, a great charity. Um, and, you know, something that's really important to me is, you know, making sure that, you know, me personally and hopefully the rest of the Bounty Honeys hop on the train of just trying to support charities and organizations that are super LGBT friendly. Um, I know, you know, another big one around the holidays is the Salvation Army and they kind of hate gay people. So uh, I immediately hopped on the Toys of Tots train before somebody could suggest Salvation Army. <laughs> <laughs> now um neil the uh the marines essentially were the counterpart um the the your uk the place where you served in the uk has a similar toys for tots charity right um well it has several um but yeah they do have uh, they do have a, a a similar one um uh they do have a, a i can't think what the name of the charity is off the top of my head um because there are so many of them um the army benevolent fund um tends to be like a, a, an organizer of it um because you've got the army benevolent fund uh which is kind of like the overriding one so when the smaller charities that the army wants to get involved with they kind of go through uh, to my understanding is they go through the um the army benevolent fund because obviously the army benevolent fund has a huge network um set up and they want to be able to kind of like help other smaller charities that the army want to help with use that network so but yes there is a there is a a toys for tots um uh equivalent in the uk i think there's about a dozen or so different ones there's about three uh, toys for tots ones uh, there's it's like the wounded warrior there's a there's a, there's several wounded warrior um offshoots as well that are in the uk as well and um they all go to the, uh, as far as I'm aware, they all go to the Army Benevolent Fund for help because the Army Benevolent Fund's got it, the biggest network. And Geek Girl, you have a connection to the Marines, don't you? Uh, yeah, I have several friends. And then I'm also from California where Camp Pendleton is. Um, so this is a, a big one that I really love. Um, they have a long, great history of doing a lot of good, especially in SoCal. Um, so that's kind of one of the been one of the things that we've chosen as our ability to help influence people as content creators to really be charity focused, whether that be mental health awareness or raising funds for kids. Um, you know, been really proud of the work that we've been able to do over the last couple of years. Yeah, we we had um, but before before the whole community came together for many um you guys raised money for to write love on our arms and that was amazing i i 
I, I appreciated the ability to help. Thank you, Critty K, for the uh, chance to help with that as well. But um, it, it all came down to a. It all came down to why do we stream and what can we? What good can we do in our streaming? And I guess that's the big reason why we kind of do what we do. You know, th this, this show has always been, how do we promote others while having fun talking about things that we love? So I'm, I'm excited that we're going to be able to face off, but I just hope that Critty K understands that I am not holding back in Mario Kart. If she's in first and I get a blue shell, it is headed in her direction. It's not Mario Kart that's the problem. It's Mario Party because you maliciously fight against me in Mario Party. I can kick your trash in Mario Kart. All right. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll see how that goes. We're actually kicking off. And that was the perfect segue. We are kicking off Creator Cup 2 with Mario Kart at midnight central time and there will be a rematch to finish out the night. To finish out from 10 p.m. until midnight that Sunday night. So, and SB Crumb does say that Mario Party has ruined marriages. It almost <laughs> while we were <laughs> true story. We're practicing so we understand the mechanics of it of Mario Party Superstars on the on the Switch. And I'm gonna interrupt you here. If you have the opportunity to do something negative against your spouse, who's a real live human being, or something negative against the computer character, who is an unfeeling algorithm, which do you choose, people? Is the spouse in the lead? Live. Uh, I, it does I, not matter because the spouse came in fourth because somebody was a jerk face. I will say that when Katie and I play games against each other, I take every possibility to absolutely wreck her mind uh, and completely screw her over in every game that we play. Uh, yeah. So, all's wow. fair in love and war. That, then Paul can come live at your house where it's going to be a hospitable <laughs> environment. There, there are Lego. Over at there, there's over at, lots of there's <laughs> lots of Lego at my house. So don't threaten me with a good time. So yeah. one other thing that I did want to mention while we have you um, is a congrats to Kate Gaming. You are celebrating a, an achievement. What is that achievement? Because after we're done here, we're sending everybody still around over to you because you're streaming an something tonight. Yeah, so we actually hit 1,000 followers on the day of the Speed GAC, which is crazy. And I just have not had time to, I've been wanting to do a stream to like, kind of like, just all get together and have fun. So we're going to do that after this stream. Everybody heard Llama say he's playing Phasmo, so I just want to make that note. I've played it before. Like They added nightmare mode and it's a nightmare. <laughs> Oh, trust me, everybody, go go scroll up in chat and watch the clip of me playing Nightmare the other day. So, yeah, but, we're doing that. But then also, I was going to stream earlier today, but I got held over at work. So I'm actually doing my GAC right after we finish Phasmo. So I will be doing my GAC tonight. I expect it to probably be sometime around, like, 
sometime in starting at like midnight, 1 a.m. Eastern time frame. So. But sir, it, it, it's once again, don't threaten me with a good time. This sounds like it, it will be a blast <laughs> to watch. Neil, do you have any questions for our, uh, for our esteemed panel of opponents? So um, how, how badly do you think you're going to lose this week? <laughs> okay. Me personally, so here- very badly. I, I don't think I've never played like any of these games. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm, I'm not so- playing. So not at all. <laughs> Well, you guys are thinking it out. Okay, so another game that we're playing, and I'm very. Can I be the handicap? (laughs) I'm excited that uh, that uh, during the um, extra life stream that Capital Games did just recently, they were playing "Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes." So all of you are helping Christy defuse bombs, and I'm going to be probably laughing on the other side of the monitor as every single time I hear an explosion. I've never played that game either. You, well, you just have to tell her how to defuse a bomb. <laughs> That's a blue one. Just, just, yeah. So oh, this will be fun. <laughs> um, is there anything else special that you're doing, Kate, for, uh, for your 1000 followers uh, stream? Yeah, so we're actually everything we earn in donations that are you donate directly to. I think you had the Tiltify link. Yeah, we do have the Tiltify link in chat, and also it'll be in the uh, in the show notes, um, either on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube, it's down there, or just look at the show notes on your phone if you're listening to the podcast. So then any donations, bits, and subs that I receive, obviously I'm going to send directly there, but I'm also going to match it up to two hundred dollars. So, yeah, let's raise some money for a good cause. Yeah. Absolutely. So it absolutely wreck Neil in the process. No, it's not going to happen. It. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I, I did create a cup one. I was undefeated in all of the things that I took part in, and I intend to keep that streak going. Real, real quick question there, Neil. Did you compete against me, though? <laughs> Um, I think uh, you played I, poker, I, didn't you? I played poker. Yeah, I played, I'm pretty I just, sure I had the, I, the biggest play, stack at the end of the night. I played poker and I annihilated everybody. We won. I had I had the most chips. I am certain of that. No, we won the poker. Somebody, we, somebody, go back and check the video. Yeah, somebody. Go like, I, I don't think it's still. Do you guys have been on the same team anyway. Yeah, we, we would have. So we, you yeah, can say you're poker. winning, but it might have been Critty's. <laughs> As the saying goes, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm out of bubble gum. <laughs> but- just, just doesn't doesn't matter what the game is. Doesn't matter what the game is. Paul, you know, last minute. Oh, do this. Yep, that's what we're going to Re- do. Regarding keep talking and nobody explodes. Bodie uh, says, "Cut the blue wire." <laughs> it's now a good time to tell you I'm colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> it, um. The the game keep talking and nobody explodes. Nobody can see the bomb itself, um, except for the person who's trying to defuse it. The rest of the people, they have the instructions on how to defuse the bomb, but they can't see the bomb. And the person who has the bomb cannot does not have any instructions. So, literally, keep talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> 
Um, well, I mean, they have the unfair advantage, and you know, we will still prevail. We, we've we got prevail. we've got Boulder Doobies, we've got Bones, and I've got and we've got you telling me how to defuse the bomb while Critty K, you know, has the rest of the bounty honeys for their for their team, and we're each gonna play in an hour hour increments and see who wins. But other than this bomb defusal game, is there any uh, is there any game that you uh, wow is it, uh, we'll we'll get to that in just a second is there any game that you are looking forward to the most mrs anthony pretty k looking forward to any game that you lose <laughs> I'm sh- can, okay people do you see that i am trying to uh try to extend an olive branch before we go into this no olive branch no olive branches no you're olive dead to me branches. Nope, you're dead to me we don't even all, have any all olives the snarky in the sarcasm is coming out the play. Yeah, we don't need no stinking. Olive There's not even an olive in the fridge. No olives here. No, there, there will be no mercy, Paul. There's no olive branches. There's no mercy. I'm trying to show that we are nice people going into this. Get By the, the way, hunters. Uh, thank you. Don't, S- lie to your, don't lie to your viewers. You're not nice. Before we even begin on Sunday. We're all a quick, here. We can destroy each other. <laughs> a yes. quick thank you to SB Crumb for starting, starting us off right. $100 for <laughs> Toys for Tots Ooh. has just come in. So thank you, SB Crumb, for for the love. We'll be talking to him. Uh, okay, in two just people a have thrown that. Two people have thrown that in chat now. If you like, we can put poker in there. Yo, I will play that. I know how to play that. We can do an eight table. That's poker. like the one can, game I know how to play in the list of games do, you guys we have. Can do, we can eight do seat. an eight table. Eight, we, can eight do an eight, we can do an eight seat table poker and see who comes out on top. Sounds good. If you're if you Bring if you want to lose that badly, we can do that. It would require eight of us though. <laughs> Bring it. Well, okay, I don't know how to play poker. Ah, it's easy. <laughs> yeah, it's it. really not that it's, hard. All right, we, the, the, no limit Texas Hold'em is the easiest game to learn. It's just the hardest game to master. No, chess is the easiest game to learn with the hardest game to master. No, poker is easy. I can play uh, chess. I know okay, that. I'll do, I will do chess as well then. We may... It's just going to be Neil playing whatever he feels like that he can win. Against Kate, if, if, who doesn't if know us, play. Neil, I was in chess club. Leave me alone. Neil, if I start... I in like eighth grade. <laughs> if I start fading near the, end, near the end of the stream, I'm putting you in charge of poker, okay? I'm just saying okay, that. Okay, I'll do poker, and then Kate and I will do some chess. Babe, I haven't played since eighth grade, but... And you're going to already be tired. There is no start fading for this. You are going to be dead on your feet by 6 a.m. Oh, whatever. You'll be you'll be (laughs) playing D&D before that on RSG. So exactly. I'm going to be dead on my feet, but you're the one who gets cranky when he's tired. Okay, just don't just make sure you don't steal a star from me then. Hey, I mean, (laughs) at least we're not making you do the new Barena. (laughs) Well, that that actually um, we we make if. If we hit the goal, um, hype trains will turn into new arena trains. That's that's the uh, that's the. Is there a hype train anyway thing? Uh, not not yet, but we'll talk. Not you yet. know, we we all we have tonight and all day tomorrow to to figure it out. So, okay, I volunteer llama for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, on that note, though, it, that's how I there. ended up being like the person in charge. Is you're like I volunteer this person. <laughs> I volunteer Kate gaming. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. All right. 
So, um, guys, th- th- this is going to be fun. We do have to, unfortunately, um, go to break here. Uh, but on the other side, we're going to be talking to SB Crumb. But once again, check out Kate Gaming, Geek Girl 1980, The Llama, and Critty K. All on their respective channels. Information is in the uh, in the show notes. Uh, but if you're on Twitch, you guys already know where they got where they are. If you have been here, if not, we'll keep we'll get you up to speed really quick. On the other side of that, um, I look forward to uh, to playing games with my friends. That's the big thing for me. And I thank you guys for taking part in Creator Cup too. Thank you for having us. Not a problem. Uh, Anytime, man. Uh, All right. So, on the other side of this break, we talk Dash Dash Rendar, Starkiller, and what the hell's a legacy event after we talk the puzzle with SB Crumb right here on the Escape Pod cast. HotBot and Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S dot com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Followers, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shittyville's Arena Tracking Box, after-show access, inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash The Escape Pod and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. The Escape Pod, cast for kids. It's really cool. Hello there, Padawans, and welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Thad and The Escape Pod, cast for kids. Well, my friends, huge news is coming to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. It looks like the first part of the most recent puzzle from Swugga's very own Puzzle Master has come to an end. And when the dust settled, who can hollow table heroes expect to farm next in their favorite Star Wars mobile game? None other than that Corellian scoundrel, that smuggler, that hero of the rebellion. You love him, you hate him, you may not even know who in the 
the space hell he is, Dash Rendar. I mean, what other Corellian could we get? Another Han? Not until we get Han frozen in carbonite, my friends. So until then, we are going to talk about Dash Rendar and where in the canon his kit actually comes from. Dash Rendar was a human male born on the planet Corellia during the time of the Empire. His family was a well-to-do shipping company in the core world. Instead of helping the family business, Dash decided to run off and join the Imperial Starfleet. At the Imperial Academy on Corita, Dash Rendar started to make a name for himself, showing off his piloting skills to his instructors, other Imperial superiors, and fellow cadets, including none other than the future smuggler and reluctant rebel general Han Solo. But a family tragedy involving Prince Shizor of the Black Sun Syndicate forced Dash to leave the Imperial Academy and return home to Corellia. It was because of this family tragedy that not only did he lose his position in the Imperial Navy, but his family also lost their shipping business, leaving the young pilot with little options but to rely on his skill in the cockpit. Early on in his smuggling career, Dash became the proprietor of the YT-2400 light freighter Outrider. Much like Han with the Millennium Falcon, Rindar became quite attached to his ship, upgrading everything from the hyperdrive to the sublight engines to adding double laser cannons and eventually concussive missile launchers to make the Outrider a force to be reckoned with. This cocky Corellian used the Outrider for a wide variety of jobs. He was a smuggler, a mercenary, and I'm pretty sure a hollow net hair model. I mean, just look at that too. Traveling with Rindar was the ever faithful LEBO29 D repair droid, affectionately nicknamed Lebo. <laughs> what is it with Corellians and sidekicks? Am I right? Heli? Am I right? Dash's connection with the Rebellion was tenuous at best. It was always business with Dash. He smuggled some things to one place, he moved stuff around to another. But it was always about the credits, never really about the cause. He did seem to run in the same circles as many of the more well-known rebel operators. This led Dash to be a major part of some pretty key moments in the major events of the galaxy. He was instrumental in rescuing the frozen Han from Jabba's palace. He delivered supplies to Echo Base on Hoth before the Empire attacked, which, I mean, makes the most sense, right? He led a group of Bothans to uncover what would eventually be the battle plans for the second Death Star. He rescued Leia Organa from the clutches of Prince Shizor and the Black Sun. But now, before you start thinking Dash Rindar is just a carbonite copy of Han Solo, there's one difference between the two smugglers. While Dash was always in it for the money, Solo secretly, secretly had a heart of gold. Let's actually go ahead and look at his kit. But at the time of the recording here, I don't have access to Dash Rindar's kit. I'm pretty sure that my compatriots over there in the Millennium Fulcrum We'll, uh, we'll be able to break it down pretty nicely. But what I do have is a little bit of snippet from what we've seen in the teaser trailer and a summary image from found at the end of the puzzle. So I'll forego my traditional breakdown and simply talk about what these highlights and, and how they mesh up with the canon of Star Wars. So Dash Rindar is a light side support leader 
So Dashbender is a light side support leader and scoundrel. He'll work best with Akira, young Han Solo, Vandor Chewbacca, young Lando Calrissian, and L337. Now, as you may remember, Dash worked with these rebels in old canon, with the exception of Kira, so it seems pretty fitting that he will work with this group. Now, will he be the only person with this group? Probably not. I'm sure we're, we're about to see a lot more scoundrels being added to the game. The highlights of his kit show us he's prepared for anything. Scoundrels under a Dash's leadership ability will start the battle prepared and gain bonus and gain bonuses based on their role. In Grand Arena, when an ally loses prepared, they gain it right back. And then he will be able to deal unavoidable damages from like missiles coming down or double shots. I'm not entirely sure. But according to the internet, Dash didn't really carry much. He liked to keep a gun on his hip, a comm in his pocket, and his ship nearby. So what it will look like is really anyone's guess, except for the devs. They totally know what's going on. Now, when all is said and done, the thing that I am most curious about is when are we going to get Dash Render's Corellian ship in the game? When will we see the Outrider? My guess? Soon. TM. So, there it is. You can think of Dash as a more pompous Han Solo with a less hairy companion. One thing I want to say before I go is that Dash Rindar is officially canon. Now, the events I listed above are all part of the Legendary's collection, but the cocky Corellian was canonized in the companion book Solo, a Star Wars story, Tales from Vandor by Jason Fry back in 2018. Well, that's all for me this week. Tune in next week for more story time with Uncle Thad on the Escape Podcast for Kids. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy and I approve this message and am compensated for signups for this service. The world's largest audiobook library is at your fingertips and the Escape Pod Castaways wants you to try it for free. Head on over to escapepodcastaways.com and click the Going Nerdy Offer button to claim a free audiobook and two Audible Originals. Cancel anytime and it's absolutely free to sign up. Check out Audible and support the Escape Pod Castaways. All for free. See Audible website for details. Restrictions may apply. Hey there, listeners. Merchandise specialist Critty K here. Do you enjoy the Escape Pod and want to support the channel and get something a little extra for yourself as well? Head on over to tpublic.com slash user slash the Escape Podcast and grab a Team Neil, Team Paul, Critty Play, or many other fun Padawan designs on your choice of shirt, cup, sticker, mask, or even a magnet. And be sure to check out the Mrs. Anthony Shirts channel on the Escape Podcast Discord and get the latest info on the other designs I make as well. Sometimes there's even a sale going on, so it is smart to stop on by. Thank you for supporting the Escape Pod cast. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving incoming transmission. Receiving 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's another double incoming transmission episode. Paul, introduce our guest. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know this person as the president, as I always say, the president of the <laughs> official hair club for men. He's not only a member, I'm a member, but he's the president. We love talking to this guy, and he promised the last time that he was on that he would come talk to us when there was a puzzle released well this past wednesday he decided to go and release a puzzle but he had to use antonin's laptop and apparently it's windows 3.11 from the background that's uh <laughs> yeah that's there ladies and gentlemen sb crumb how are you capital games his own sb crumb hey paul thanks for having me really appreciate it hey nev it's uh it's great to be on here again um had a really exciting week obviously so uh happy to to walk you guys through it and, and chat about it for sure well let's let's start you you posted some fake update notes you finally used the text blended in but unfortunately or maybe fortunately for you mobile did not support the exact font si font style that you use in on the computer forums or maybe that was on purpose where bolded letters stood out on the white background yeah, you know it's uh it's always a challenge to try and make sure it works for everyone but uh you know some of that's part of the fun a lot of times as well as that you know trying it on different devices and stuff i definitely solved some issues with that for for, for sure but i figured you know someone's going to use a pc and, and look this thing up or someone will someone will find a way to get there there's always a, there's always a way <laughs> so as, as the community has proven to me time and time again um th those those fake update notes that you posted went to an imager link of a letter from you the first part was the first paragraph was entirely written by you the rest of it was um the rest of it was from a cipher um, shamelessly borrowed from wikipedia yeah Wiki sure. wikipedia article <laughs> um but an interesting one at that though it was it, it absolutely was i i was reading it when we first discovered it uh, word for word trying to see if there was anything interesting in there but around that um had runes that we that was um what was that uh what was the language uh, hang on it was bitly i can't remember what the language was but it was, yeah, it's it was a moon type actually it's it was dealt by a dr moon who uh wanted to make an alternative to braille and so it is a touch it's a touch um language as well and it also like that's why i had the idea for the stone kind of bit into it because it's sort of set in that stone because you would obviously want to feel those that wouldn't make sense as like on a sheet of paper because the only person who could read them is someone who could want to be able to touch them and not see it. So, gotcha. Um, yeah. So, and then they had a little Death Star in the corner there, of course. Moon type. Showed, uh, <laughs> moon type. And of course, it was crossed out. What is the Death Star? It's not a moon. So, two negatives make a positive there. And uh, it's a little hint. I started off with a couple of little hints. I, I wanted to throw a couple of red herrings out there as well to like, so, so you started diving into the text there, see if there's anything weird and, and all that stuff. So I started, I started off light and tried to go a little slow until we got into kind of the last like three or so stages. But these ones, you know, I wanted to make sure everyone had, was having a good time and got through at least a couple stages pretty quickly. Yeah. My personal favorite part of this one was the next one. Once we deciphered moon type, we moved on to a bunch of images 
of times. <laughs> yes. Holy crap, yes. this was ingenious. This was absolutely ingenious. You um, I didn't even notice it at first. I'm looking at the dice. I'm looking at you know the game. So talking about play. red herrings. This this whole step was about red herrings oh, and making you go yeah. totally I, different directions. <laughs> I was I was I was checking them as timestamps on a new hope because uh, yep, every every time there was a suggestion on there, it's like somebody would jump on the suggestion, and as soon as I'm like I typed in there, what if it's timestamps for something? So I was like, right, okay, I'll test. I'll look at it myself. So, but it wasn't just me. There was two other people. And we instantly, I somebody typed it up much, much neater than me. I'm halfway through typing it up, and someone's like, These are the scenes from these timestamps. And we're like, They've all got C3PO in them. And I'm like, Yeah, they've all got C3PO. <laughs> it's like, No, no. Yeah. No, nothing yeah. to do with timestamps. Some so. some of the uh, the connections that people made were all pretty funny. Where they're like going down some like serious rabbit holes for some mm-hmm. of this stuff, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I I'd thrown a lot of like stuff at the wall on this to like hide, kind of obfuscate it within the within the actual thing, and it was like, ah, oh, finally that all pays off as as people go into like which magic cards are on the first image and all this stuff. <laughs> they, they dove in pretty deep into those images. Your yeah, yeah. The sketch. Oh, I had, no, I had yeah. to. I had to make sure all those images were pretty clean because I was like, if there's, if there's anything I'm not expecting in these images, <laughs> it is going to throw them off completely. So like, I threw the dice on there, being like, I can make them kind of obscured, and they weren't easy to read either. So it's like maybe that's not the way to go because the dice were there, kind of weird. Um, but yeah, lots and lots of little stuff like that to try and just like get people going down weird rabbit holes. But what it was, was in every single image, there was a time. And if you uh, did, if you put the clock hands at that certain time, if you've ever seen the cover of the Beatles album, Help, you know that they're using semaphore, um, which is a language of relaying letters through flags. Well, you can do that with clock faces as well. My absolute favorite part of this. That was wonderful. The part that drove me up a wall, and unfortunately was the part that I had to leave during. Um, Real quick before you move on to that, in that previous tablet there, there was the, the, the line that I wrote out there of like, communication happens in all sort of different forms of mediums, everything from dots to flags to whatever. Like I spelled out the entire puzzle in that first sentence there. Like every step is, is one of those things. If you read flags are in there cause it's semaphore there. It's uh, you know, right, right from the start, you guys knew exactly what you're getting into. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> then after flags, you said dots. And um, that exactly was the next part. You, you played Factorio for this one was this one was amazing. I, I this this is this part whole part was hilarious to me. You played Factorio for about an hour and a half, and then <laughs> laid over. Or was this lo- done live? Was this an overlay or done live for you? Uh, no, no, it was it was an overlay when I was recording. Like I set the whole scene up in OBS. I did like none of that live stream ever actually happened. It just was like a you know me and me in a room by myself pretending chat exists. Um, so, uh, but I did do, I like, I had the, I had the overlay right up ready to go. And so when I wanted to, in the middle of that stream to add a little bit more data on the side, I was able to just cut to a different scene that had that already ready for me there. Sneaky. Sneaky. (laughs) So what, 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 what it was, was at, there were different points where there were dots with spaces in between 
um, a certain number of dots. And each one of those resp- uh, corresponded to a 5x5 five five grid of letters, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, um, in each yeah, row. Yeah, here in like the, the, the top top left position, the first position is 1-1. One, one. The second one on that row would be 1-2. Right. And so you go along there and you have the 20, the 25 yeah. character grid. And so if you're using that, these dots, and then you, you know, you take each pair, one, two, and then I, I don't remember exactly how to get to bit.ly off the top of my head, but it, you know, it's spelled a <laughs> oh, website. Come on, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember, I'm not can't remember the, smart. the dots in, in, in half of these things. The dots God knows tra- I can. You traumatize me with dots, okay? I, 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 I dreamt of dots that night. Um, <laughs> there is some people looking for dots in the Dash Rendar video. Be like, oh, there's dots. There's like there's lights coming by. I think there's like two dots on there on this one, then one, then two. And it's like, that's nah, just the background, man. Sorry. For, for a moment, <laughs> I thought that during the Dash Rendar video, the uh, background scrolling was, mm-hmm. I, I was like, please don't be another one. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys, are, you guys are pretty traumatized after that one. That was, that one was pretty funny. But I, I was the one who said, go back and look for dots, damn it. You know, I'm sitting there at, uh, at my trivia hosting night. I'm trying to watch the video, but it's so low quality, I can't make it out. Um, but I'm like, guys, I think there's dots here, here, and here. They, Everybody's jumped on those we finally figured it out that um they were a bunch of different ones but the first they these dots led to bitly links of images of the earth and hidden if you take out the true black was monk writing of numbers to make a geolocation latitude and longitude the first one we uncovered was in the middle of nowhere, Texas. <laughs> yep. Well, it was it was interesting. You guys, you guys got one of those clues really fast, and and and, and honestly, not the one I was expecting. I'd kind of like peppered a couple of them earlier on in there that I expected you guys to get first. There's the one that was sitting in the top left the entire time that you guys like didn't see for whatever reason that was moving. It was very small little green dots on the top left corner. Oh, I and like that. That was the entire time. And no one, no one knows seemed to notice those or like they got lost initially. And everyone focused on the ones that came up midway through the stream on the right side, dove past that. And then we're like, Oh, this must be step five or whatever. Like we've got all five, even though the video clearly says, find all five to move on like it was it was it was pretty funny how fast you guys skip past that and then it was a while with folks like sig sig and stuff they would go back and review the data and it was it was hilarious i was on the floor laughing they would go back through the start of the entire puzzle and go right up to the live stream and review everything before that and never go back to the live stream for a solid like hour and a half no one looked at the live stream again and i was like guys it says Find all five right here, okay. and there's two on screen. So, so it was so it funny said to me. Four. It, it said clue four, and this was the fourth step of the puzzle. The first one we <laughs> uncovered was the dots on the right hand side. Yeah, I, I started on the dots on the top, but when the beginning numbers, which happened to spell the same bitly thing, <laughs> I, I was like, "Oh, it's the same thing. Ignore it." And then I was like, <laughs> review those dots at the top. <laughs> yeah, um, that was amazing. Amazing. So you sent somebody out to just north of, uh, well, not just north of Dallas, north of Fort Worth of all places. You also, um, but in the other ones, 
in the first the the first geolocation was CG's home offices. Yep. The second one was Irvine, which is mm-hmm. EA. What was the significance of number three in Japan? Um, I mean, I don't think there's any necessarily significance for any of the locations. I mean, you know, in 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 reality, I I, I in the sort of the behind the scenes here, like I was looking for as many locations as I could throughout the world from either people I knew, from coworkers, from all sorts of people. So it's like not necessarily. You guys caught on that there were some EA locations near there. So like the one from Japan, I'd help from our Japanese studio that's there. Okay, talk so to, I it talked was to one of their key managers. Know. Yeah, it was mostly people I had worked with or, or talked to or close friends of mine or whatnot. Like the one in Texas, there's no there's no studio out there. It's just a friend I know who happened to live nearby, and I was like, hey, you live in the middle of nowhere. Help me do something real quick. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll get this. Uh, I'll get this posted up. And he he drove there. Actually, he was just finishing up work, and he came back and picked up the the because they want to take all that on the signs they want to leave the trash anywhere like maybe two minutes after the the everyone who's there left like he was so close to finding seeing the folks who were there but uh, he came and took down the thing and he said like no they just like literally just retaped this thing up and uh and pulled it all down and, and made sure it was uh you know all put away nicely but um <laughs> yeah uh it- <laughs> It's, uh, you know, sometimes it's not just like, it's not always just EA offices, right? It was just, uh, it was just whoever I could get a hold of and was trustworthy enough to uh, post an, a very important clue for me. Excellent. Excellent. So all of these, um, they, what they were posted up, they were um, rent, sore, free, dark, and fast. Yep. What was the significance of the words? Because what it was was the colors that you used. The twisted. Oh, the words pairs. meant nothing. The words meant nothing. <laughs> nope. Other than oh, rend being there. close to render. <laughs> yeah, there is a there is like if you combine it correctly, there it does spell out rendar with uh, with dark and rend next to each other. Um, but uh, in general, that was all just to distract you guys. I, I put those letters on there. I mean, it could have been any shape, right? It could have just been. Just a, just to to a circle inside of a, a larger circle or something, but I was like, no, letters will throw them off again. Talking about the red herrings here, trying to assert insert enough of those to like get people going down a weird track and the real thought process around this. So like, I know there's a lot of speculation about what those words meant, and then it was like they all mean nothing. So uh, sorry about that. <laughs> That's excellent. Um, then this is the part where I unfortunately had to go to bed. Hexaflexagon, a puzzle, a paper puzzle, a printable paper puzzle mm-hmm. was the next part where if you went around the world. Um, I, got, I got mine right here. Yeah, still. Little, uh, yeah that, it, and that is literally is the there? hexaflexagon that you posted. This is uh, this is my test version of it, where I've I've drawn and flexed it a thousand times at this point, where it's it's like ready to fall apart at any given moment, but it will still do the flexing <laughs> and uh, and do all the things I needed to do. Yeah, it uh, it 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 was it was a trial getting this thing to work properly. <laughs> I'll say and, that. And then if you followed the the um, from the center dot around, you got a Bitly link that took you to Shakespeare code. 
Yeah. So this is interesting. I think some people, I think a couple of people figured this out um, is interesting. Like this is actually one of the hardest parts of the whole puzzle. Cause I saw a lot of people struggling to find printers versus finding someone in Japan to go to a bike alley. Um, it was kind of <laughs> amazing that that was the limiting factor for a lot of the puzzle masters. They're like, I just don't have a printer so they can't do this. So I, I, I think this was a huge success just because it was, it enabled other people in the community who did have printers to go and try and solve this together with everyone else. Um, yeah, and the 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 idea here is that you are you're following the little lines. You start off from the green path, and right now this is connected. So if I move to here on here now, when I flex again, I can Ch try and changing, find changing the configuration, changing the configuration on this now. Now this is moved, and now it's here. That same spot is where I where I was at the end of before now i can keep going along the path now i'm here and you do the same thing over and over until you can try and get through each path and there's four steps for the green and there's five steps for the for the purple one so if you started at stage one with the starting position did looked at the green circle you would see oh this green circle has the letters b and i in it and then you go through the rest of it until you get right to the end where uh, one more time i have to flip this thing <laughs> There's only there's actually only three faces on the on the front side. It's actually pretty amazing. Uh, and then you get to the final position. Oops. Oh no! Yeah, final position here. <laughs> uh, we're right along. Uh, right along here is where we ended, and now we're going to go to the end of the final piece, and that's it. And yeah. you, you complete the puzzle. And I think the last one was red. I think for this one, no, 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 it was blue. And then it started off. That this is the starting position for the purple line. The back has its own whole puzzle to it that I didn't even use. This is just for people's fun. If they want to go through and solve this side, I did solve it and it is difficult. I will say um, <laughs> this, this purple it, one has branching pathways on it. And there's actually a couple different directions you can go with the way they overlay it. This back one is insane. It's, it's way, way harder than all of them. So it was, it was a lot of fun to create. This was, this was a cool, little thing and i always enjoy like my, one of my goals is always trying to make have people make physical objects do something they can see in front of them i think that a lot of people who enjoy puzzles enjoy you know using their hands in some way your so. wires on the last puzzle on the previous <laughs> puzzle though drove yes. me up a wall but <laughs> so, anyway, i, I was sorry, scared that we were going to see enough. that again for geolocation yeah, you know, I don't want to, I don't always, I want to, I want to mix it up every time, right? Like I want to do something different. I, I try not to repeat puzzle steps if I, if I can. Um, and I also try not to add like arbitrary, just like blocks, right? You know, I could say I could just hold two of the puzzle pieces back. You can't solve it. Here you go. Now I can make it as arbitrary as long as I want. Like I want this to be something that people can dive into and solve from start to finish and feel like they've, you know, accomplished a, a pretty big feat after the end of it. Oh. It's challenging to try and get that right where it's not insanely like just esoteric and, and, and just all in my head versus the like, oh, it's just confusing enough that I can solve this. And that's where I've been. It's, it's, it's really hard to measure how long it's going to take to solve these things. And internally, I had several people testing this thing. Some of our designers and de developers and engineers helped me just make sure it was all working properly. And the stages that they got stuck on were totally different than what the, the stages that the community got stuck on. Um, they blew through. They like a couple of the guys just immediately got all five clues out of the video within seconds. They found them all. Boom, moved on. Then they got stuck at the the um, the image of the of the planet of the of Earth. They just couldn't figure out how to put that in Photoshop and get the other images to come out of it. So it was it was funny. Like different different people 
just do each of the steps completely differently, which is, which is hard to makes it really hard to plan for how long these things are going to last. <laughs> I said like multiple days, like thinking that that's impossible. I mean, my true guess was like 24 hours. And even then it got finished in 12 hours and, and 23 minutes, but you know, who's counting. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and so half the, half the, half the time I was, was my low ball bet of was, was, was what the community did. So pretty impressive. Well, let's, uh, we'll, we'll quickly talk about, um, when we finished the hexaflexagon, we knew it was dash render that, yes, that was, yes, that, that was the, the like first kind of big reveal. Yeah. And then after that, at the bottom of that was Shakespeare code that if you did it right, or it was, um, Shakespeare and if you correctly figured it out, you could take the text from that, compile it in um, in Linux, of all things. And that must have been uh, Antonin's laptop that you used for that. <laughs> and it then gave you the Starkiller video. Yeah, so the, the, the Shakespeare thing was interesting. I wasn't sure how long I was going to take people because there was two real paths to go. Uh, one path was just like using the tool that was out there, which I knew was written by two college students and is incredibly buggy. It was a last minute project they did late at night one time to try and get, get through a course. Uh, so as with all, all, uh, all late night college projects, they're like half done. And so I, I sat down there with, with my, my dad actually, and he helped me debug the entire thing and we, we got it running properly. That is the very difficult way to go. The way smarter way to go, which is what some of the someone in the chat did, uh, that was not one of the major sort of puzzle masters that were out there, was just translate it by hand, figure out how the code works, and then just go through it. It's a Hello World program. It outputs a line of text. It's not that hard to just like go through and manually figure out what characters are being output when, and then go through it. And it's it's all it's it's you know it's it's a fun language. It's not supposed to be a real programming language, but it does work, and you can get it working if you if you spend enough time. So. Uh, uh, I was I was impressed. Someone I I saw that the, uh, the the puzzle group was going down the path of debugging it, and you know, folks like Barbarossa are very technically minded, so this was like their wheelhouse. But I'm going to tell you, it took me like two and a half days to debug that code to make it work properly, <laughs> and it was absolutely not worth it compared to just just putting your nose to the grindstone and solving it. But you did get to do it with your father, though. I did get to do it with my father, which was awesome. Yeah. He's a uh, he's a big programmer. He's been working in the computers for for decades and decades and decades. So he's been, a, he was a great resource for this and the electronics one last time as well with the, he's a very, he's electronics whiz. So I, uh, I always ask him for stuff like help with stuff like this. Yeah. All right. So let's, um, we're, we're sadly running out of time, but we need, no, I'm no, sorry. we're not, I'm, I'm we're not running out. We're not running. No, we're not running out of time. There, there is no time running out, there, there, but we do want to make sure. So we may be bumping Patreon's choice. We're not bumping the last break. We'll come back for that. Um, the main thing. Oh, and if we are bumping Patreon's choice, happy birthday, Zaz! One of our happy birthday, Zaz! Yep, our initial one of our initial supporters. Crum, tell us about Dash Rendar. We've we we've made people wait this long to talk about the characters. <laughs> yeah, let's see. We get to, we get to the good stuff now. I know we, I know we got to get to the uh, now we got to get to the, the puzzle itself. Yeah, you got to get to the juice here. Um, yeah, Dash Rendar is going to be a very interesting character. I think you know you, you've seen he has the prepared mechanic. He works with that. You saw on the, the title card there, and there'll be more stuff coming out early next week on, on Dash and, and his kit specifically, what all those abilities do. You saw the animations and stuff, but you know, I, I think on, on one of the, on the, the character screen, you can see there in, in Grand Arena. So he has a mode specific ability there and Omicron. Omicron. That, yeah, Omicron. Omicron. Sorry, Omicron. It, 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 um, I was 
Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However you pronounce it. Um, that uh, makes it so whenever a prepared ally loses prepared, they just gain it right back. Um, and that makes him very, very strong in Grand Arena. So um, he should be a pretty big, big powerhouse there. You know, like a lot of these characters are going to vary. You know, they're going to, outside of their mode, they're going to be pretty decent. You know, maybe a little bit around a marquee level, maybe above that. And then they could, you know, kind of scale between anything from a legendary up to like even rivaling in a galactic legend in some cases, you know? So there's kind of a, there's a pretty broad range in which these like mode specific abilities can boost them in that mode. But I, I think dash is going to make that team very solid. It's good to see another, uh, another scoundrel out there that can help bring up the Kira team. Um, Cause I think that's going to be, it's going to be pretty solid dash. Uh, his animations are, are really awesome. I will say that you, what you guys didn't get to see is that um, whenever he fires his gun, if he doesn't, change modes on it like you know he has the stun mode he has the rockets and he has the yes, blast yes so he only cocks his gun and, and and changes the mode on it when you use a different one so he'll like <laughs> if you switch between the blast and then the like the stun he will switch if you then fired the the stun again for whatever reason it would still just fire the stun without doing the little the little animation for him changing oh, the right, gun mode okay. and stuff like that so there's like a couple of little really cool things in there that you'll you'll see around him that are very very subtle but uh but but little cool little things also like that video itself has a lot of cool things in it that i don't think a lot of people initially noticed um well, ash comes in from the side yeah, i was gonna say side he moves that this I, is all first, gameplay this is not smoke exactly, and mirrors this, i saw. i'm this thinking myself not, this is if this is part of the event then it's gonna be an event like no other yeah side scrolling uh, and you could see that the, like when multiple waves, like he defeat the first wave of, of, of droids and then the next wave would come in. There's no wipe to the next encounter, right? Like you were just still in that same encounter. So um, there's some really cool stuff we can do there. Not to mention as a, a great ode to like N64 train level that has from Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Really cool to like bring that in and like the motion behind it. It, it almost makes like it's like a totally different game compared to the rest of the Galaxy Heroes just because of how dynamic and interesting and, and how much stuff is moving and given in a given in a given scene so, you so said, it's really cool you said event is dash rendar a marquee character yes dash dash will be a marquee um okay. these four marquee characters will feed into star killer's event four marquee characters so the four characters that are being rev- that that are that will be used for the star killer event these are all characters that would that will be released none of them are n- none of those four characters that it's alluding to on mm-hmm. the screen are currently in this game at this exact moment. Correct. Correct. None of those are none of the, none of the characters from that final screen of the star killer video are in the game right now. Star killer dash the other three. So, the, so, but, so obviously it's, it's a new event. It's being called a, um, the legacy event. Uh, is this going to be one of the new events that you're going to be using moving forward? Because obviously you upgraded the um, the the engine last year, back when you got rid of all of the spaghetti code and you upgraded you upgraded to this engine, um, so that you could do more within the game, like conquest, like challenges. Is this one of those um, events that you could only do with this new model, and is it something that we can expect to see more of moving forward? And what is a legacy uh, event? <laughs> that's a good question too. Both good questions. Um, I think the there's a lot of interesting opportunities to use this tech in the future. This is kind of our first foray into trying a lot of new stuff out. As I said, the, the changes that we made to the code last year and, and, and over the course of this year have 
allowed us to do a lot of different stuff. And now it's about exploring what that possibility space is. So um, for, for, for Dash's marquee event, you saw a lot of that animation that I think is, is directly from that event itself. Um, the, the legacy event, though, you can kind of think of it as like a um, similar to like a legendary event. It's going to have a little bit different stuff to it because of the way how it's structured differently with only four characters required. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't want to make it like too close of a comparison to just say, hey, it's a legendary event. Also, these are four characters from Legends. Might be confused, confusing to call them legend legendaries from legends and things like that. So <laughs> that's why I'm just sticking to extended universe. Extended know? universe extended or universe. Four, so the words I, I'm just pointing out the words used. These are four characters from legends, which that is the words I use, which makes yeah. me sad because Hondo is not legends. No, he's not. You know, look, can't win all our battles here. Okay. <laughs> but one of, so, one of these days but so, but four characters from legends four characters from legends which brings me to <laughs> okay so um obviously the uh, ultimately it's going to be four characters from legends from the extended universe um that are going to get you starker we know it's dash rendar that is one of them that leaves three more now obviously yes. the first two that you you know the, the two that we know about are from different eras within legends within the extended universe you've got obviously star killer is between that um uh, between the end of the clone wars and beginning of uh, uh you know beginning of a new um mm-hmm. uh, new the, hope the old, and then the you've trilogy. got uh, shadows of the empire which is where dash rendar is from which is between empire strikes back and return of the jedi um can we expect to see um all of the other ones are they all going to be from like different eras um without you know, you don't have to. Obviously, I'm not going to. If I asked you what they were, you're not going to say. Oh, okay. yeah, I can, oh, can yeah, I tell no. you? Unfortunately, it's, it's these three. You're not going to say that. But, you know, you can be vague enough. Um, I don't um, think that was the basis in which we try. We didn't try and grab like one from each era or anything like hmm. that. It's, OK, um, I think it's a little broader than that. So, um yeah, without without spoiling, of course, who, who those next characters are, I think they'll be... I've seen a lot of good speculation out there. I have yet to see someone get all three right, though, see, so that's, far. That's why I have my list. <laughs> so, okay. That's why I, I have my list. Okay, uh, Neil would like to read you his list. I would like okay. to read you. Just look into the camera, please. Um, okay, so we have Udan Ur, Booster Terek, Cam Solisar, Naga Sadao, Ulit Keldoma, Gilead Palon, Frieden Nad, Kip Duron, Gambel Limlis, Nominor, Darth Bane, Darth Plagueis, Manuel Both Hands. <laughs> Is that the Manny that the infamous Manny Bothans that the infamous, uh, yeah the, the, okay. the, the, the guy yeah yeah okay Tag and Bink oh. Kirkanos Darth Talon Admiral Dala, Corin Horn. But you got some deep cuts in here, that's for sure. <laughs> Talon Card, Carl Katern, Exar Kun, Nomi Sunrider, Matt the Radar Tech. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely got to get him in there. He's not and Legends, then, though, is he? He's, no, he's, no, he's, 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 he's not Legends, so you have to scratch he's, he's, that he's one now. He's not canon. So, and, and my last one was Mara Jade. So that was twenty five. What'd, what'd you get? What'd you think? Uh, what's 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 the what's the synopsis? Oh, oh do, okay. 
I, I want to say, I, I want to uh, say, I saw three, I... all three. Come on, all three in there. All, out of those twenty-five, uh, three, at least two, maybe two. Right. I just, <laughs> I'd love for, I'd love for any of those ones I've just read to be all three of them because I just they're, they're just, especially you know, Manuel Bothans, especially Manny Bothans, <laughs> because you know, Manny Bothans. Think, think, think about it. Think, you know, you, you'd be putting two lovers back together again. You know, Mon Mothma and Manny Bothans reunited in Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I, so, I will uh, say it's safely not many Bothans, but I won't. I won't go and say I won't negate any any other ones. Otherwise, we'll get to this uh, this circle of just saying, "Well, it's not this one, right?" Well, it's not this one. But I I think you're safe to say. Am I warm? Probably not many Bothans. I'll say. Okay, probably not many Bothans. <laughs> am, am I am I warm though? Am I hot? Am I cold? Am I warm? Lukewarm? I mean, always a temperature inside of a tauntaun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. With, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The temperature all right. So I guess my my question was the you, you saying legends actually kind of kind of took me back because a lot of people were also thinking that these would all be video game characters. Mm-hmm. Can you at least say they're not all video game characters? I'd say it's yeah, it's it's a more diverse roster than just that. I think that's a, that's that was a a good connection to make between those two. And and, and I had I, as soon as we put the, the initial list together, I was like, and if we show these two, they're going to think it's all video game characters. Yeah, because because um, I was thinking, you know, we there would be Caltestis or we're going broader than that. Don't worry, there's more stuff than than just video game characters. But it did it did make me think that there was a chance for Hondo because he was in the uh, in Journey to Batu for the expansion for the Sims. So he sure. was a video game character. He's, he's a bona fide video game character. You, see, you cannot give Paul that kind of straw to clutch at, you know? <laughs> it, you just can't. I just said it's not all video game characters. Yeah, so. I think I just crushed his hopes. There, he he did. He did. I don't think I gave him any straw here. Hopes crushed. Good. Hopes, my hopes and dreams of seeing Hondo are crushed, um, at least before the end of the year. Um, but... It, what so it's we're, i'm guessing what, what how you how you've said it about the uh, legacy event it's legendary quote unquote difficulty it is yeah some i'd say around there i think it's going to be i think the structure of itself is a little bit different especially the timing of like when the characters coming out and how it's all going to work together i think it'll be it's going to be different than like your traditional legendary event in in a, in a couple different ways so mm-hmm. i'd say like it's a it's a good rubric to start with, but there is some changes from there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's not as many as your regular legendary. Right. Obviously, Four. You, you would re- it would be five, and then the legendary event. Obviously, this one it's going to be releasing all four characters up to what did you say, Paul? The Dece- December the fifth, December fifteenth. Yeah. So the event starts on December the fifteenth. So obviously, all four will be released as marquees between now and December the fifteenth. Um, can you tell us how long the event is going to run for? Will it run all the way through Christmas into the new year? Yeah, Ooh, that's an interesting, interesting question. Um, so, yeah, I think I could talk about this. Why not? Um, the the event will always be on. Once the Starkiller event goes live, it will be permanently in the journey guide starting oh, from day one. Okay. Excellent. So, oh, so, is, so this for, is this for all future events? Are you, have you guys abandoned the wait, wait a month if you don't get it right away model? 
Uh, I don't know if we'd say we've abandoned it. I think for this one, we definitely want to try out how this works. We're going to said from 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 when the event starts goes live, like you'll see the requirements and stuff in game beforehand, and obviously you'll know the characters as they come out. Um, but the the time frame is obviously pretty tight here, right? So over the course of the next couple of weeks, marquees come out, whatever, and then there's going to be you know then the event starts pretty soon after that. So we felt Swims. like <laughs> yeah. So if we if we um, you know, like if 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 you're gonna get reasonably get this over the over the course of the over December or January or whatever, we felt like let's just run the event going forward, you know, forever, and then people can get it as they are ready for it, as opposed to trying to like manufacture that kind of rush in the in the in that short term. There, it's it'll be alive for everyone going forward. Mm-hmm. So so no no, I I think that 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 is probably the best way to do this type of event because anybody new coming into the game is going to be able to see something that they can go for four characters and then they go for Starkiller. If it's permanently in the journey guide, it's one of those easy events that people can work at right from the get. I mean, obviously not immediately because these characters aren't going to be farmable until, you know, the usual cadence, you know, you'll give it a few months and then they'll get put on, you know, light side or dark side or cantina or fleet nodes so that they can be farmed normally by the free to play. Um, But that that's not going to stop, you know, new whales or krakens coming into the game and going, Oh my God, I can play with, I can get star killer. That's what, what do I need? And it's just these four characters go to the store, buy them. Boom. Star killer. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's going to be, it's not targeted at at newer players for sure, just because of the requirements of that are going to be decent. And of course, like I said, these characters are going to be not farmable for a while. Uh, you know, I think the cadence is that it's going to all get mixed up a bit depending on what we normally do. So we'll, we'll see when those actually characters are available on like a node. But I, I think we'll, you know, it'll be event that players who are around now who want to dive into it definitely can get into it right away if, they, if, they're, if they're interested. Oh, I mean, they, they, if, if, if we're talking, if we're talking about characters that are, you know, um, extended universe characters that are from, I don't know, that, that early 2000s, 90s era, I, I can guarantee you with a certain degree of certainty that any veteran player in this game that's my age or more, or even just a little bit, yeah, is going to go whale on these characters because... <laughs> of who they are you know there are certain characters that people will just go nuts for um because they just want those characters you know as part of their collection and you know the, the hope will be maybe maybe something similar to like what you said you're doing with um dash you're, you're putting an omicron on him so that he's you know boosting the crap out of the prepared scoundrels in uh, gac so maybe each of these three characters will have you know, will be great with a squad, but then do something even more awesome with them in territory wars or in territory battles, you know, like, like you're, like you're doing with these Omicrons that just make other squads more useful, perhaps. Cause like you just said, if Dash is going to make um, the prepared smugglers useful in GAC logic would dictate that maybe you're going to do, you know, why would you just pick out dash and do that? I'm thinking in the back of my mind that you, you're probably going to do something similar with all of the characters. So maybe, um, I don't know if hypothetically, if, if, uh, you know, hypothetically one of them was a Sith, uh, uh, you might be, they might be useful in like one of the raids, you know, 
to yeah. help with because these are all going to be characters that the lower and the intermediate players can get and to have an Omicron on a player that makes a squad more useful mm-hmm. in that mid to intermediate t- so you know that you, you might have people that are having trouble with like the Sith raid so you, you know maybe there's an Omicron in there for you know a character to boost a squad in the Sith raid or something like I'm just coming up with stuff i'm just excited so you know it's i I don't care what these characters do i will be going for them the bad batch is going to get put on the backburn farming immediately (laughs) for all of these characters because i'm just going to want them i don't care what teams they go on i'm just going to want them all because they're all extended universe so um we'll we'll start to wrap up here but i do have just another few questions about this legacy event for star killer is this going to be difficulty on par with another legendary event you said they're on par with legendary events will this be on par with luke or will this be on par with beskar mando who do you see the Mm. target litmus test audience to be going after this Hmm, that's a good question um i don't know if i can do a one-to-one comparison with any particular character i think it's um overall requirements then i mean overall requirements i think will be generally in in that kind of range so i think it'll it's going to be different though because there's only four characters how do we spread that out to be around the same level of difficulty maybe a little higher i'm not Mm, yeah it's hard to hard to say without like getting into the details of the event which again we'll be talking about on monday and tuesday well Mm -hmm. more details about that then but um i i would say the requirements given there's only four characters i don't know it's probably it's probably harder than a legendary event still harder than a legendary event okay okay yeah no that makes sense all right you you don't want to make it too easy yeah yeah Yeah, like the legacy events can kind of lived in a couple in a pretty broad spectrum of stuff so this this one though i would say it's probably a little harder than a than a legendary event so yeah n- not you, as you, easy you as like a not as easy as uh bam which we'll be hearing about next week according to doja yes yes <laughs> next week of the best garmanda release never gets old yep oh it's uh i think we did it i think we i caught him twice on uh on speed grand arena that's great so um i kind of like a jack's idea relic zero with god mods that you know (laughs) it i i that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm speculating underline underlining the word speculating are hey, we going to? I don't have to wave a Wii to play this Star Killer. You know, <laughs> the amount of times the remote came off my wrist and hit my TV when I was playing the Force Unleash on the Wii. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had to stop playing it because I had a four-year-old right behind me and I didn't want to hit them with a Wii remote. <laughs> so, Crumb, final uh, final question, I guess, is: Are we going to see any more puzzles, even a la the whole Wrecker Pop? puzzle that uh, co-worker did are we going to see any more puzzles or are the rest of the announcements all going to be ge- generic vanilla announcements wow you make it sound so boring generic vanilla announcements <laughs> they, 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 do you know that it's it's not boring it's exciting to read but after after a puzzle that you just took us to deliverance alabama 
to to find <laughs> I, one of them. We did have not to send you there. <laughs> we have to figure okay. out. You know, there's there's a difference in excitement behind. Oh look, another another uh, another announcement. Other than, oh my god, there's a puzzle. Everybody get in here. <laughs> uh I, I yeah the the next couple characters do not have puzzle announcements with them i will say i don't but uh you know we'll i'm gonna take a little break off after this one this one was uh was was a lot of work so we'll uh but that's what you said there's always more puzzles coming to cut some uh, after this one i immediately started coming up with some more ideas so i'm sure there'll be another puzzle in the future at some point unless uh, i'm gonna take a question from chad here jacket fro wants to say is there a puzzle for stupid people coming <laughs> <laughs> i think the cool part is that everyone can contribute to these puzzles in different ways. Like regardless of how much you know about the subject matter, I think there's always a, like just scrubbing the video for stuff or, or whatever. We try and include ways that people who are just less engaged, maybe you're not like in there every moment that like, there's a couple things you can do that like help out, help out the crew. I think the, one of my favorite ones we did was that word search that uh, EVS came up, came up with mm-hmm. brutal word search, but it was like the easiest way is just to crowdsource this to 500 people and just have them go through it and find all the star Wars character names, which is what you guys did, which was amazing. And, uh, but everyone can kind of contribute to that, right? Like it's a, it's a simple task. Find the, find a word that looks like a name, see if it's the name, keep going. Do a so word I, search on steroids next time. 1000 by 1000. Yes. There you go. You wanted, you wanted a puzzle for idiots. There you go. It's just very time consuming. So I, I have, I have some ideas. I think there were some really cool moments that came out of this puzzle where people who were like the printer forcing the basically the the the, the, the ten or so people who are the masters trying to solve this thing mostly every time just didn't have that option, so they had to rely on other people in the community. I think forcing them to go to different locations again, they had no control over that, so it was trying to like force force the community to work together on this stuff, and I think that it all worked out really well. It was pretty amazing that in twelve and a half hours, like you've scoured the entire earth for clues and solved this mystery, you know. In uh, at home in time for lunch for the most part, so it was it was it was absolutely amazing to see. I'm so glad I get to do these things and and watch the the, the this this whole community come together to do something awesome. It's it brings out so much positivity with the, with the folks, and uh, there's so many great stories about like the guy with his dad and his daughters who came out to go to the CG position with a with a nice DSLR and a flashlight to try and get that last clue. Um, really, really cool. Bringing the family together for it as well. And uh, I'll, I'll say that the studio had a, a blast watching the, the community work on this. I got a lot of really nice messages from the, from the team saying, wow, this was so cool to watch. And uh, I hosted two watch parties throughout the day where I was just like on zoom with like three different screens up of like streams, discord and whatever. And uh, a lot of the studio popped by and, watched for a while some people watched almost the entire time we were, were up until i think like i had a crew of at least four or five people at the end there that went until you know 11 12 o'clock at night almost so it was it was pretty awesome yeah it was one at 1 a.m pacific time when it was finally uh when it was finally cracked 30 minutes after i woke up from my early shift at work <laughs> <laughs> so close so close um but Crumb, on behalf of Neil and I, com- congratulations, bravo on this puzzle. We, so we were extremely excited, and it, it was my favorite one to date. I'm not sure about Neil. I won't speak for him on this one. And that's all that matters, as long as you guys had fun doing them. That's the key. Yeah. 
So, um, any any clues? Uh, have any bees left the hive or any handkerchiefs? Any certain color? <laughs> uh, none of my none of my next steps are far enough along at the moment that I could give you something concrete. But uh, maybe one of these days, I'll I'll drop by here and we'll we'll let a clue a little clue fly somewhere. All right, we won't even let people know that's a clue. That'll be the fun part. Yeah, exactly. When you call it out and you make it obvious, I can't say anything. You know, you gotta you gotta just slide it in there quietly. Now that your next appearance is going to be everybody's going to be calming your next yeah. appearance that is, that is honestly the, the worst part is like sometimes i just want to jump in chat and i just want to talk to people and like oh isn't that cool i'm so glad you found this thing but it's like every word that i say during especially during that 12 hour period is just like hyper scrutinized by every <laughs> inch of it like looking for a clue and it's like no i just wanted to say hi and i thought that was cool guys sorry i didn't want to throw you off the <laughs> off your trail right now it was not my goal just uh just thought this was cool <laughs> all right crumb Thank you for spending a little bit of extra extended time with us on the show. Um, Neil, any final, anything final from you? I, I've, I've said like five final questions. No, no, no. Um, I'm as warm as the inside of a tonton. All right. There you go. Nice. All right. Well, guys, uh, if you didn't see it last week, the latest episode of Helly and the Noob is next. Stick around for that, and then we'll say our goodbyes on the other side of this break right here on the Escape Podcast. HotBot in Hot Utils is one of the most comprehensive tools for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With integration into the super useful mod tool Grand Ivory, Hot Utils can help you tackle some of the most difficult aspects of the game. Not sure how to mod your roster for a certain game mode? Use one of the many filters that automatically assigns the right mods to the right character in accordance with your guild needs. Now with the digital features that can assist you and your guild officers in territory battles and territory wars, Hot Utils is an amazing value. And don't forget the useful tools for yourself in Grand Arena, like the in-depth and customizable compare feature. Got multiple accounts like Neil, but not the time to remod them all? With this one-stop utility, you can switch between your alts and never miss a mod upgrade or a mod switch before locking into GAC or Territory Wars. Starting at just $5 a month, you don't want to miss out on these great tools. Hot Utils is the new official remodding service for the Escape Pod. Cast. Visit HotUtils.com to learn more. That's H-O-T-U-T-I-L-S.com. And go ahead and spice up your Galaxy of Heroes experience. Potawans, be sure to support the shows brought to you on the Escape Podcast Twitch and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you can support us and get a little extra for yourself. With tiered rewards, including access to Shitty Bill's Arena Tracking Bot, After Show Access, Inclusion in the GA Center leaderboards, behind-the-scenes access, and much more. There is something for everyone on our Discord server. Head on over to Patreon, that is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash The Escape Pod, and sign up today. Thank you for supporting and listening to The Escape Podcast. And And now now time time for something completely shameless. An arbitrary amount of time has passed since we were last in the presence of our petulant protagonists. The space mystic shaman, my man, the blowhard cartoon Hellenics, and the calamitous droid N00B have arrived at the former Jedi Temple on Coruscant, which now serves as the headquarters of our exalted galactic overlord, the illustrious TC-14. 
We pick up our story as these three slackers are faced with the Galactic Capital's latest automatically deployed defensive measure. A never-ending barrage of intrusive in-game pop-up ads. Let's see how this dastardly trio plan to get out of this one. Newbie, look out! I've got this. Meatbag. Oh, too easy. We're almost through to the vestibule. Keep pushing. I can't stand these damn pop-ups. They're almost overwhelming us, Linux. At this rate, we may... Never reach. The building's interior. And we simply must confront DC-14 before the season ends. Noob. Yes, Linux. How's about a little less talking and a little more... Aggressive negotiations, huh? Being aggressive in these situations is often helpful, Larconian. But in this instance, we should perhaps consider alternatives. <sighs> TC-14 is obviously trying to slow us down, but she may not be trying to eliminate us. Our goal should be to get through this quickly, negating any advantage she may be gaining by stalling us. Maybe we should try <sighs> something different. Wait. I know, Lennox. Maybe if we tried accepting one of their offers on one of these pop-ups rather than trying to... Destroy them. Then perhaps they'll stop appearing? Nobi, are you serious? Do you think the SSP devs have programmed these pop-ups to go away after you accept one? <laughs> Obviously, you haven't been paying attention, droid. Lennox? Yes, noob? I don't care what you think. My idea is a good one. I'm going to... Buy one. ...of these packs and test my theory. If you click buy on one of these blasted pop-ups, I'm gonna fry your circuits instead of theirs. You know what, Hellenix? You're always telling people that they're individuals and they can... And should... ...do whatever they want. But the moment they want to do something... You disagree with... You threaten to destroy them. Nope. I'm just telling you how I'll react if you sabotage my plans. You still have a choice. And if you get in my way and slow me down, well then... So do I. Both of you need to stay focused on the goal at hand. I'm just trying to offer alternative solutions to our... Current dilemma. Mr. Shaman, sir. Hellenics is just being an ass. If your solution doesn't solve the problem, noob, then it's not a solution. Spartan. What's up, Shaman, my man? I have an idea. What's that? I can pull an old Ben. Explain. We don't... Have time... For this. We can't keep wasting time explaining all of these never-ending code words, movie references, and off-color innuendos to our audiences every few minutes and multiple times per episode. We must... Keep... Moving forward. There's less than two episodes before we wrap up this entire saga, and we're running out of time. Relax, newbie. The victorious Viking might be onto something, and our audience actually needs to make sense of our nonsense if this episode is gonna make sense. Anyway. <laughs> Aren't you the one who always goes on and on and on and on about how smart our audience is, Holonix? Are you now saying that they aren't smart? Not at all, droid. I think our audience is amazingly intelligent. In fact, I think they're certifiably brilliant. They possess super high IQs from what I've gathered. They understand all of our references, jokes, and innuendos. They're quite literally the best gamers around. And 
they're also some of the most charitable people to have ever existed, which makes them all doubly amazing. And coincidentally, they're damn good looking too. As a matter of fact, they're the best looking people this galaxy has ever seen. Scientifically speaking, of course. Brown-nosing Hellenics. Yes, but I'm also speaking the truth. All right, enough with the audience ass-kissing already. We've wasted more than enough time on this. Let's go ahead and pull an old Ben so we can move on. Awesome! Let's do this. Well, what's the problem this time, Larconian? Are we going to do this or what? No, jeez, Hellenics. You don't know what Shaman means when he says Pulling an old Ben. Do you? What? <laughs> Me? Ah, come on. Of course I know what he means. Shoot. Man, seriously, I've pulled a thousand old Bens in my day. As a matter of fact, they used to say I pulled old Ben better than anyone else on Corellia, thank you very much. I guess I walked right into that one, didn't I? Mr. Shaman, sir, Hellenix has... No idea. What pulling an old Ben means. I guess you're gonna have to explain it. <sighs> Alright, Spartan. Here's the plan. You and the droid move off to the side. I then draw all the pop-up ads towards me. I engage all of them in battle. While they're distracted, you two run up that elevator, get in, and move on. This allows you, and the story, to move forward while I sacrifice myself like any good, wise, noble sage must do in this type of situation. In other words, we pull an old Ben. You know, like in Star Wars, when old Ben dies fighting Darth Vader, and while distracting the stormtroopers, allowing Luke, Han, and Leia to escape aboard the Falcon. Come on, I totally knew that. I just wanted you to explain it to the audience. Right. Anyway. Well, let's move on already. <clears throat> let's do this. Old Ben Maneuver, go. All right, guys, I'm distracting them. Go, now. Come on, noob. We only have a short window to pull this off before the pop-up ads realize this is just a ruse. Let's go. I'm coming. I'm coming. I am coming. Wait, wait. Come on, you bastards. I could take you all on. Pop-up ads ain't got nothing on me. Noob, get in the elevator. What are you waiting for? The shaman. Th those ads are overwhelming him. We must do something to help him. Ah! No! No! Noob, I said get in the elevator. Don't let shaman my man's sacrifice be in vain. Run, boy, run. What floor? The executive penthouse suite on the top floor. And step on it. There is no executive penthouse suite, pal. This is an administrative building, not a five-star hotel. If you don't know what floor you want to be taken to, I suggest using the stairs. Fine. Take us, I don't know, upward, all the way to the topmost floor. Take us to TC-14. Will the alien elevator operator assist our two remaining fugitives in their quest to confront the mighty TC-14? Will the victorious Viking shaman's selfless self-sacrifice have been made in vain? Will the noob turn on his former master when in the presence of the droid he previously resurrected? 
Will cartoon Hellenic suffer a betrayal he previously thought was impossible? Is all of this just blatant foreshadowing? I don't know. To see the absurd conclusion to this season, make sure you stay tuned to the escape pod. Wait for it. Cast! Every Friday night, so you never miss a single episode of Hellion the Noob. That was a lot of fun, Neil. That oh, was yes, very much a lot of fun. Uh, during the um, during the interview, JJ Manners with a hundred bits, JJ Manners with another hundred bits, five bits from uh, JJ as well, and uh, Jacket Fro followed us. Um, thank you very much for supporting the stream, and hopefully you guys enjoyed that, Neil. I. I think we got a lot of excellent information. I'm mm -hmm. yeah, happy. I'm happy with where this is going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it looks like we're going to get some pretty decent characters. We know that they're going to come as marquees. So, yeah, standard marquee model, you know, one and then another and then another and then another. But with the difference being, obviously, when these marquees get released, we know what the end game is. Whereas with a normal legendary event before, we, we didn't ultimately know what we were collecting yeah, those marquees for. That's a great but point. On, that, but I'm this, glad you but, thought of that. But on this occasion, we know what the character is that we're going to be collecting these marquees for, which definitely is, it, it's definitely going to um, help grease the, uh, the coffers because people will instantly wail on the characters. People that want Starkiller are instantly going to wail on these marquees, right? knowing what they're going to get at the end, as opposed to, well, I'm not going to wail on these marquees until I know what I'm going to get. So there's going to be a lot of wailing on these that, That's marquees. a good point. Like people now saying, I want the latest, you know, I want Starkiller. Paying the money up front instead of the wait and see approach. I, you yeah. know what? That is a smart idea. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, very shrewd. It's definitely because, you know, I mean, it, obviously it can also, you know, it, if it wasn't a character um, as um, interesting as um, Starkiller, then, you know, uh, and people that aren't interested in Starkiller are probably going to think to themselves, well, you know, I'm not that interested in it. I'll just farm it the normal way and they won't wail. But people that are really interested in getting Starkiller that might not have wailed on it until after, they're just going to wail on each character as it comes. And then they'll see how that, that character fits in. I mean, I think everybody, I think most whales that take GAC seriously are probably going to whale on it anyway, knowing that it's going to be a really, really good character with the prepared smugglers. But uh, yeah, let's just hope that the uh, the other ones are good as well. It's like, 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 like Crumb said, I gave him 25 names and I was warm as the insiders of Tauntaun. So uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go back over that list again. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, watch the video and, and see, see how good. See how <laughs> I good think he did well. Poker face was. Yeah, you like, know he did. He did. I was I was watching him. Like I was like, is there any changes in his the 
The only I'm one just... that I, I I think I definitely think we're getting is Matt the radar technician. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, he he totally you know he totally yeah. Many Bothans back tag and bink Matt the radar technician. There was a complete there was a reaction for them. So you know those those are the three. Uh, tag and three. bink will be yeah. this be one character. They'll it'll just swap out. Oh, could, they could so do that in this game. Yeah. They could so do that. Right. We're already running over time, <laughs> Neil. So uh, what do you have coming up on um, with, with the stuff that you'll, you'll be doing on, on here on the Escape Podcast Twitch channel? More GAC. And thankfully, I will be streaming my Div2 account because for the for, I had four auto deploys in a row, and I don't stream auto deploys because they're boring. Um, so my fifth time's a charm. Yes, so I will be streaming Div Two GAC along with my main account um, uh, uh, for round two. Yes, some point this weekend, probably tomorrow. So after Jedi Academy, uh, after Jedi Academy. Well, yeah, you'll de- you'll definitely get that in. Uh, then Sunday, as we've said, right here on Escape Podcast on Twitch, we will be having Creator Cup Two, the Escape Podcast versus Bounty Honeys. And it'll be a, a full day of gaming. And I really hope that you guys will join us. Yeah, come and watch. Come and watch me um, annihilate them at poker and beat the, gaming at chess. Well, we, we've we've got the we've got the list currently posted in Discord of what the current games are, but those could change at any moment. It, as mm-hmm. I said, if I do start fading, we'll definitely try some poker because <laughs> it's easy. All right. Um. Any uh, any final words, Neil? No, no, we're good, mate. All right, you can push the button anytime you're ready. All right, well, I'll I'll uh, I'll call for that in just a second. After I remind people to be nice to each other, damn it! Now, Neil, what do you got? Push the button. Don't mind if I do. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the city! Southern Strike Mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. (laughs) 